The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Ben Knott's on the line. We're going to bring him on in just a minute just to tell you a little bit about him. He is in Richmond, Virginia, and serves as the legislative director of Acting State Director of Americans for Prosperity in Virginia. He's been working on grassroots organizing, advancing legislation for over 10 years, has helped pass over 60 pieces of legislation, and is now excited to advance uh, the empowerment to parents and rights to students. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Mark. I hope you're having a great morning already. Yeah, we're doing we're doing well, my friend. Uh, boy, you've and I didn't even list all your uh, accomplishments in here. Uh, you also serve as a pastor, which may be your most important role at the uh, Disciple Company Church in Short Pump, Virginia. Uh, yeah, that you know you got to serve people. People don't care how much you know; do they know how much you care? And mm. uh, and that's the heart of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you're you're part of an event coming up uh, this coming Thursday. You know, a week from yesterday, uh, Winsome Sears is going to be in town, and uh, we want to talk about that event. So go ahead and enlighten us a little bit. Yeah, listen, uh, at, you know, the Virginia Constitution guarantees the, the, the – it protects the parent's right to educate their child in the way they see fit. And we need to recognize that in a more substantive way with the kind of policies that we have in Virginia – you know, I know a lot of parents and their ch- children were much like me, a little bit of a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. And the only alternative they have for their child is alternative school, and that's just one step away from being in uh, the criminal justice system. And they'd like to send their kids to, to uh, a military institute or somewhere they could learn some discipline, or maybe it's an entrepreneurship school, because we all know that entrepreneurs are a little bit rebellious, and they just think differently than other right. people. But they can't afford to do it. And the fact of the matter is that they're paying for an education that isn't meeting the needs of their child. Mm-hmm. And we have an education system that, it, you know, think of it in terms of a market. If you put all of your investments in one model, in one investment, it's not a, that's not a wise investment strategy, but that's exactly what we do with our education system. Mm-hmm. We don't diversify how we're investing in our kids. We don't provide a diverse pathways. We don't provide diverse uh, uh, we don't provide diverse opportunities, and that's what this rally is about, empowering parents' opportunities, empowering parents with the, the resources to have a diverse education experience that meets the needs of the child. So I would imagine you've gotten involved then up in northern Virginia, where a lot of this stuff seems to be the flashpoint. I mean, it's all over the state, but northern Virginia is, seems to be the people that are getting you know, the attention. What's been going on with your organization and those folks up that way? Yeah, you know, we've talked to people from every corner of the Commonwealth. Up, but up in Loudoun, there's a lot of folks that are just, they just, like, they're, they're not really, let me put it this way, they, they would just like the opportunity to, to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they want to burn the system down. They just want an opportunity to say, listen, the education that y'all are providing is not the education I want for my child. They are locked into that system. There is no option for them to leave other than to, to just kiss all of their investment into the education system goodbye mm-hmm. and walk out. And women, you know, I, I met some women up there um, in the last, uh, I guess it was like in November when I was uh, went up there for a meeting, and they were just angry, just outright angry, because they felt like every cent they invest mm-hmm. that didn't meet their values. Everybody has different values. You know, you have different values in Lynchburg that you're going to have in Fairfax or Arlington. And, you know, no one wants to send their kids to school so that they could feel like, oh, my beliefs are going to be destroyed today. Um, you but know, there are some values that should all be common ground. 
certain certain values should be valued by everybody getting our kids the best education that they can get keeping our children safe uh, those aren't controversial values oh no i agree with that and that's the and and the, the point of the matter is this is that even even when you feel like oh my school system is achieving those outcomes sometimes they just still get it they don't they're not meeting the needs of the child i met a lady and she said that, and she was up in northern virginia and she had a special needs child and the and the teacher just wasn't equipped uh with the skills or the training to help her and she had a very traumatic experience in front of the other kids and basically what they did was they put the kids out in the hall while they looked through the window and that then that little girl was left in there for over an hour by herself while her mom got through traffic to come and get her and she came down to the General Assembly testifying, saying, listen, I just want, I just want options. I have no options. And, and so at the end of the day, well, everybody wants, you know, there's these core functions of education that everybody agrees should be the focus, that the majority of people, it was about the election last year, um, that, that people focus on. And that's what we're doing this rally for, is to empower parents with the rights and the resources uh, as the Virginia Constitution guarantees, so they're kicking at the best education possible. And go to VEOA.org. That's Virginia Education Opportunity Alliance, VEOA.org. Uh, we've, we've built a huge alliance of different organizations that are all rallying around this one cause, and that's what the October 6th event's about. Let's uh, let's talk then. Uh, it's going to be at Trescon. Give some of those details. What time they can arrive, and and what to expect. Yeah, so we're going to be at Tresca on eighth. Uh, it's the in right down in Lynchburg. It's um, uh, we've got uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. You can arrive around three thirty. She's going to be. She's excited to be there. We've got Senator Steve uh, uh, Steve Newman. We got mm-hmm. Senator Mark Peak. We got Delegate Wendell Walker. And we've got a, a diverse group of organizations from AFP to the Virginia Institute for Public Policy to Heritage Action. I mean, everybody's coming out for this. This is something you want to be a part of. This is a movement, and we're we're thrilled. And again, show up at the show up uh, doors open at three thirty. The event begins around four oh five. Okay. All right. Well, we're looking forward to uh, to see what happens next Thursday. Uh, any additional things coming up beyond Thursday that you'd like to let us know about? We're going to have another event in November. We have a training. Um, all this is listed. Uh, we we're doing trainings, basically. There's a lot of people that say, I don't know how to lobby. I don't know how to talk about these issues. I don't know about the importance of messaging with this. And, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that people need to learn, and they need that. They, and we're providing at no cost an education to them. We're planning a training for Lynchburg um, in, the, in our southwest area. And we've done one in Richmond that was successful, and some delegates attended and uh, so we're doing rallies, we're doing trainings. We want to empower you so that your constitutional right can can be empowered uh, as it's supposed to be through policy, uh, not just kind of swept aside and saying, you know, if we don't do it right, too bad for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Ben, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And we, we hope that this uh, this event down at Trusk on 8th next Thursday with Winsome Sears coming into our town yeah, will, will be successful. You can get there as early as 3.30 and ask her some questions. She's a very thoughtful lady, as we've uh, seen already. And we uh, hope for much success as you move, move forward in the future. The website, again, is veoa.org to find out more information. Ben Knotts, thanks for joining the Morning Jam. My pleasure. Appreciate y'all both. Have a wonderful day. You You too. too.
So some good stuff there, Janet. Yeah. People yeah. working hard, man, behind the scenes, and we need to bring awareness to that, and we can be part of the solution. So there you go. <laughs> Empower the public. What a concept. Somebody texted in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for well, sure. And we, we've got to. I think, I think we get discouraged because we see the left, we see the media, we see the, the, the higher education system. They're all, you know, crushing it, as they say, and we need to crush it right back. And that doesn't mean violence, people. I'm not saying well, that. Well, we're, we're very fortunate to have the l- lieutenant governor mm-hmm. coming to this area. She yeah. is much sought after yes. and don't oh, miss yes. this opportunity to, uh, to to have have her her ear and to gain her insight because mm-hmm. she's a very, very wise woman. Absolutely. No doubt about that. When we come back, we've got your Friday funnies on the way. Going to have some fun with that uh, this morning. If you'd like to join in the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. Our number, 866-916-3776. You can also text us at 434-248-0704. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. with my two teenage daughters. Yeah, I want to die. You can only be called Boomer so many times in your own house. You know, they think they're so funny, you know? You know what Boomer means, Dad? And I'm like, does it mean guy who pays all the bills? My oldest moved in with me a long time ago, about a year and a half, two years ago, two years ago. She moved, she goes to college out in LA. She moved in with me and uh, she's been there for a while. I'm, and this is back when the world was normal and I was traveling all the time. And my friends are like, aren't you worried about traveling all the time? You know, your daughter's home, she's like 18, 19 years old. I'm like, no, I am not. I'm not, she's the most well-behaved daughter. I have, she's, she's, she tells on herself. <laughs> you, know, we have a like, you know what, 12 years of Catholic school, that's what it is, she's guilty constantly. <laughs> She'll call me on the phone when she messes up. She's like, Dad, I just want you to know I was out five minutes past curfew. <laughs> like, I would have never known. She didn't even have a curfew. <laughs> she gave herself one. Nice. I, had, I had a kid like that. Which one? Bailey. Oh, okay. Bailey was like that. And, and she was little. And, and she uh, walked into her room and she had knocked over a plant. Mm-hmm. And I said, what happened? I wasn't angry or anything. I was like, oh, what happened? And she she was like, I? Like, she was going to say, I don't know. And she was like, I did it. I did it. It was wow. me. Like, I was holding a light over her face. Saying, oh. Where were you on the night of the yeah. sixth? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but some kids are just like, it's, hopefully you're blessed with at least well, one of those. I came in after my second ticket, just laid the keys on the table. <laughs> I was 16. The first ticket oh, was really... Did your parents give I, you the, I'll give you grace with the first ticket, but the second well, ticket's on you? I, well, the statute of limitations have run out. So I, I took the fall. I let my buddy drive my car, and he backed into somebody's car. And it wasn't like another student's. Unfortunately, it was the captain of the Newport Richie Police Department's car. Oh, shoot. His wife's car. Oh, my. And I thought, okay, it's better to take the hit than let my parents know somebody else was driving my car. So I took the hit. Huh. 
So that ticket really didn't count. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, improper I don't know backing. About that well, one. it was improper letting your buddy drive your car. I was only sixteen. I was, I was only sixteen. Only, didn't Doctor Hook do a song? I think he did. Boy, she was and only... I was so stupid. <laughs> I let someone drive my car. Oh, we all did. And I got a ticket stuff. on my record. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, anyways, was that Doctor Hook? Well, doc, the, the second ticket was mine. I was, okay. I was being stupid on a, on a. A, a dirt road that was sort of gravel, but it was still a county-maintained road. And I had a Fury 1 four-door with a slant 6 and 3 on the tree. Not a very powerful, heavy car. It was the only time I could make it fishtail because it had been raining. So I decided, I'm going to make it oh fishtail. Oh, my gosh. What is it with boys? What on and earth? a Port Ritchie, new, not new Port Ritchie, Port Ritchie, which they were a little, little more difficult. Oh Port Ritchie cop was off the side of the road watching me fishtail. I got a careless driving that time. That's when I went and laid the keys down. Yeah, I I had a friend who was trying to convince uh, his dad. He was trying to blow out the carburetor <laughs> by doing. Oh yeah, blowing out the carbon. Yeah, yeah, by mm-hmm. by doing donuts in the uh, right in the Little Caesars parking lot. Ah, yeah, okay. Didn't work with the deputy, and it didn't work with dad either. <laughs> so you have a little bit of that. Gosh. So let me ask you this: yes. Have you ever wondered why you like the music you like? Huh. I mean, if you. Well, I mean a. Because I grew up with it, I guess, maybe. I don't know. If you look at, at my playlist, my mm-hmm. playlist, and I think most this is true for most people, it is all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I have got things mm-hmm. from TV theme songs, right. you know, the moonlighting. Remember the moonlighting album yeah, thing? Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got, I've got everything. I've got country. I've got what? R&B. All mm-hmm. of it's on there. Uh, if you've ever wondered why you love particular songs or types of music Mm -hmm. it could lie in your personality although researchers are saying uh, some other factors play a role okay many people tend to form their musical identity in adolescence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. around the same time they explore their social identity oh okay i got you preferences might change over time but researchers show that people tend to be especially fond of music from their adolescent years interesting and recall music from a specific age period okay 10 uh, 10 to 30 years with a peak at 14 okay more easily all right a musical taste is often identified by preferred genres but a more accurate way of understanding preferences is by musical attributes okay there's three dimension of musical attributes arousal Right. Valence and depth. Okay. Arousal isn't what you think. Mind out of the gutter. Okay. You. All right. All right. Uh, is linked to the amount of energy and intensity in the music. Right. So punk and heavy metal songs um, uh, are are high on arousal. Okay. Got it. Um, so that that's one of them. Valence is spectrum. That's from negative to positive emotions. All right. And then depth is the level of emotional and intellectual complexity. All right. So, uh, for example, they found Pitbull's music would be low on depth <laughs> and classical jazz music would be high on depth. Okay. All right. Um, also, musical attributes <laughs> oh, having geez. interesting relationships with one another. High depth is also often correlated with lower balance. So sadness in music is evoking a depth in it. Okay. Right. And we prefer music from artists whose personalities we identify with. All right. When people listen to music, they're driven by how similar 
the artists are to themselves. Really? Interesting. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. Well, could be. Uh, in a 2021 study, participants rated the personality traits of artists using the B5 model. All right, here we go. The B5. Openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. Okay. All right. right. Uh, David Bowie displayed high openness and neuroticism. Marvin Gaye displayed high agreeableness. Okay. That may be explaining why I like Marvin Gaye so much. Could be. It's, it's very interesting. I find it particularly interesting about the ages by which you are drawn to your music. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. I think that's why I was so influenced uh-huh. by the music my sister listened to because we are... Um, we are like eight, nine years apart. I was going to say you're about 10 years. Yeah. Right. And so the music she was listening to when I was 10, which is what age it starts, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that would have, that would make a lot of sense. Huh. Interesting. So that may, that may be it. Okay. Hey, coming up a little bit later, have you ever thought of taking a marriage sabbatical? <laughs> Meaning I love you, but I don't that want is to a see loaded question right for there. The next six weeks. Oh, six oh, weeks. We should have asked the, the preacher guy about that oh what his thoughts were because you know uh, pastors take sabbaticals sometimes yeah, yeah they do yeah and it's and it's good for yeah, you yeah it recharges our batteries so it's it's not a divorce or a trial separation uh, separation or right. or a chance for a guilt-free fling right. um they say it's an opportunity for husbands and wives to live apart forget about the little irritations and realize how much they miss each other okay at least that's the theory <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm curious a, as to what people laugh. think. Do you think a marriage sabbatical, if money wasn't an issue? Because, I mean, uh, where are you going to live? How are right. you going to pay for right. that? How's sure. that? Understood. Do you think that would be healthy or not? I kind of get a marriage sabbatical, um, you know, during hunting season. <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, some might call that a, a marriage sabbatical. A little bit. I mean, we we know that, you know, focus is going to be on other things and... Right. No I mean, you're going to be like upset over it, listening or? to true crime of some sort. Probably. Podcasts. And on, you know, what to do with husbands who hunt too much. No. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, wait a minute. I'm joking. I kid. <laughs> Maybe. I joke a little. Maybe she um, does. Do you think that's a good idea or not? We'd love to know what you think. You yeah. can call us or text us. Our uh, phone number is. 434. Well, okay. Our text number is 434-248-0704. Our telephone, El Telefone. 866-916-3776. That yep. is the phone number to We'll call. look more into uh, into what a, a, a marriage sabbatical is. I will say okay. my cousin has been in Texas right, helping out her uh, son and his wife okay. with a new baby. Right. And she's probably been gone. She's been gone at least a month. Oh, really? Okay. Now, she and her husband, Tito, have never been apart for more than like maybe two nights oh really for 30 some years oh my gosh wow that's uh that's a long time yeah and he was telling me you know when i saw him you could tell he was really really missing her how about that so i think there there could be some truth to it distance makes the heart grow fond or something like that absence makes the heart grow fonder that's what they say old sayings i think in in their case it's it's absolutely true good i mean i'm pretty sure it's tito it might be that she misses her dog but i'm pretty sure (laughs) she misses tito too
So, <laughs> that well, could, see, that's what I would struggle with. Yeah. You know, can I keep the dogs? If I could keep the dogs, I could probably make it longer. Right, right. Well, it's true because you have them to talk to. Mm-hmm. And you know, Buddy's always talkative. Yeah, and snuggly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we've got WDBJ7 on the way. We'll uh, take a look at that and a look at the, the forecast. The rains are coming. They are coming. We heard from Matt Ferguson. We're going to try to edit that interview and play it in the 8 o'clock hour if you didn't get to hear it. He was on around 6.50 today, giving us an update on how things are going to play out for the weekend. We'll get that back on in the 8 o'clock hour. Thanks so much for joining us. Fifty-four degrees now in Lynchburg and Bedford, fifty-three in Roanoke, fifty in Salem, fifty-six in Danville, fifty-three in Appomattox. Of course, a lot of rain moving into the areas we just heard. A lot of things have been canceled, including get downtown. That's not going to be rescheduled. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was anything planned this weekend, you definitely wanted to, to look into it and uh, and and make sure that you know you know what's going right. on. Now, I noticed get downtown had not uh, updated, updated their social their Facebook, media. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they'll they'll get around to that. But I wouldn't go just by that. You may have to, to delve a little deeper. There's going to be a lot of folks, uh, I think, that are going to be canceling some things. The touch truck right. for the first responders, that got moved into next weekend, I think. Oh, it did? Okay. Um, so gotcha. so keep uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, the other thing to remember is, you know, the this uh, weather could definitely impact uh, us here yeah. uh, on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes towers get... Yeah, we Funky have transmitter trees issues. down. Transmitters yep. have issues, so we encourage you to uh, always uh, make sure that app is handy, and, and yeah. then you can stream us that way. Yeah, go to the Lynchburg portal, thelynchburgportal.com. It has all the information that you need to have. It'll send you to the App Store or whatever. If you have a Droid or an Apple phone, you can go to the App Store, download the uh, Virginia Talk Radio Network VTRN. It will say three daughters, uh, VTRN. You can go to the App Store or just go to the lynchburgportal.com. That'll help you with all the apps. That way you don't miss any of the programming like Gary's Guns over the weekend or Ben um, you know, Shapiro. And, of course, my one of my favorite, Larry Kudlow, on Saturday mornings. Uh, you can still be able to hear everything that we bring to you at the Virginia Talk Radio Network through our app. Uh, because, you know, it could be some high winds and, and things go on and... You know, it affects different things, but the stream uh, tends to be uh, one of the most reliable things that, that we have because it doesn't affect whether the weather's bad or not or the tower power goes out. And the tower power. Wasn't I love that them. A, yeah, they were, they were great. They were a great band. Yeah. Anyways, uh, go to thelynchburgportal.com. Get your app today. There you go. Mm-hmm. How about some laughter, Janet? Okay. All right. I bought her tickets eight years ago for the Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball Tour, right? And I gave them to her, and she looks at me and goes, we are not going to this show. And I'm like, why? She goes, this is a completely inappropriate show. Right? Which is why I wanted to go, seriously. So I took my neighbor kids. I don't need that. Those tickets cost a lot. $3.50 a pop. Wow. To see it's Miley Cyrus. She's, she's strict, too. The rules are reversed in my house. It's all messed up. I can't handle it. You know, she's, she's almost too good. She doesn't drink, doesn't, uh, doesn't stay out late, doesn't do anything. She's hard. I came home the other night, 3 o'clock in the morning. I walk in the door, right? Lights are out. I walk in, close the door. Lights kick on. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, out! 
I'm 56. I can do whatever I want. Maybe not. Is that liquor I smuggle? Yes, it is liquor you smell. Daddy drinks grown-up juice. She's like, well, not in my house. I'm like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Ah, uh, yes. She's uh The wow. student has become the master. Yeah, she apparently has. But you do see that sometimes. Right. Have you ever had a friend where where it was the, the adult was more like the oh, yeah. the yeah. child oh, yeah. in the situation? That is sad. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is sad. Uh, so Yep. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right, well, 866-916-3776 is the phone number. We were uh, putting it out there, Janet. If you uh, if you ever wanted to have a, a marriage sabbatical, what would that look like? Well, Could I, it be a possibility? I, I'm telling you, there are, uh, and we will talk about that. We're going to get in some uh, headlines here uh, real quick. Uh, they definitely have some opinions on that, though. Mm-hmm. I, I will say okay. they've got some opinions. Uh, right now, a Halifax woman is reaching quite the milestone she is uh, uh, a Noni is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, Noni Clark turned 103 years old. Her birthday is today. Oh, nice. And uh, she is the grandmother of, she's a mother of seven, grandmother of eight, great grandmother of six, and she is a native of Crystal Hill. She still enjoys uh, singing, sewing, spending time with family, and is known around the surrounding region for her green thumb. And uh, it's just, it's a very sweet story out of Halifax um, that she was able to, to celebrate 103 years old. So, uh, Miss Nani, happy birthday to you from all of us. Um, and then we have, oh, we have somebody else with a, a birthday today. Oh, okay. Well, while you're looking that up, volunteers answered the call Thursday to turn out on a brisk fall morning to build beds for children in need. And they're not going to have to sleep on the floor anymore, according to organizer Dave Jones. Thank you so much to everyone that helped out. This is the Roanoke chapter of the national group Sleep in Heavenly Places. They set up shop at the Veterans of Foreign War post-1264. The VFW kicked in $6,000 and food for a small army of volunteers. It's a beautiful thing to see people come together to help out children in need. And that, again, is sleep in heavenly peace roanoke chapter uh, that is just an amazing uh, organization they've delivered 725 beds in the area since january of 2020 nice yeah all right uh lhs mm-hmm. is uh hosting a emergency adoption special today and tomorrow to help make space to help shelter pets evacuated due to hurricane ian uh, pets in other shelters are in dire need. Adoption fees for all pets, inclu- excluding the VIPs, will be waived. Adoptable pets and VIP status can be viewed uh, under the website under the Adopt tab. Okay. Uh, Lynchburg Humane Society always tries to help with emergency situations as much as they can. And they say they are so full at the Humane Society that they're hosting this special, asking the community to come out and choose to adopt. It not only saves a pet, but uh, uh, but the next one who now has a spot at our no-kill uh, facility. Right. And uh, these times, uh, in these times, the pets will be saved from the wrath of Hurricane yeah. uh in so yeah that's a good thing oh absolutely absolutely 866-916-3776 good morning you're on the morning jam do you want to talk about the marriage sabbatical well 
mean, I, I haven't been away from my wife in, what, 20, 28 years. So, um, and, I mean, so I don't understand that one. Uh, I mean, but I was going, I was calling in on the music thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Go ahead. I, I was just saying, what uh, what if you like Prince, Tammy Wynette, Metallica, and Soundgarden? That all fits. What if, what if those... Well, according That's to kind of a, according to this, look, I've got I've got everything from Greatest Showman to Hairspray to Vern Godson hmm. to uh, you know the Eurythmics to jazz to bluegrass. Hmm. I mean, right. I am I am a well, I mean, bipolar I, mess <laughs> musically. Right. Well, I mean, I like the I like the Grease soundtrack too. <laughs> I I listen to that quite often. Which now I'm into yacht rock. To oh, maybe boy. I'm just getting older, but. You are. I can still crank up some Soundgarden and, and jam out, but, uh, you know, but it, yeah, it's see, just, um, see, that's know. the I, intensity they were talking about. about. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering about that survey. I mean, oh, and you were talking about Miley Cyrus. She just took a pic, picture with, uh, I just saw it on Instagram, with uh, Nikki Six and Tommy Lee. She was in the middle of flying a bird. And uh, so that was a cool picture, actually, because I'm a big fan of Nikki Six, too, but um you know it's um yeah molly molly's been doing pretty good lately with this rock stuff she's been doing i don't know if you've heard some of it she she redoes some she redoes the uh the rock rock songs and uh she does pretty well with it actually. oh she's doing like a compilation you know? of rock stuff yeah, she, no, okay. she, she did a song. version. She's, she did a version of Blondie's. Oh, okay, um, yeah, not that long. Actually, ago. didn't do too bad mm-hmm. of a job on that. Hey, thanks for the call, Alan. Uh, that that is curious stuff. I I will tell you, uh, I'm not that big of a fan of uh, Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. but I'm a huge fan of Noah Cyrus, who oh, okay. is her sister. Right. Um, she is extremely underrated, huh. and just so gifted. Yeah, she is really, really talented um yeah if you haven't listened to any of noah cyrus's music you should because she, she's a lot less she's uh, pretty great flashy and controversial i guess but still good she music, looks eh? like she almost looks like a young share to me oh really she's got long dark hair How about that? um and she's just really she's a beautiful beautiful girl okay maybe we can pull up one of her songs and play yeah it yeah I will, a little I, will, bit. I will do that lots of people weighing in on the uh, the whole marriage sabbatical thing okay. most people thinking it is a horrible idea yeah well. um teresa says that she and her husband take sabbaticals together i think that's called a vacation yeah probably <laughs> yeah it is vacation um we had a pastor who who sent in and said uh as a pastor i think that's really a stupid idea hmm and I said, tell me how you really feel. Uh, he says, there's valid reasons for a temporary separation, if you will, but a sabbatical for the sake of just taking a break, he says, is just a dumb notion. Now, let's put it a little bit into context. Mm-hmm. Um, when this got started, uh, it actually was in the, I think, mid to late 90s was when it started. It was a book called The Marriage Sabbatical, uh, The Journey That Brings You Home. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was kind of conceived on the the basis of like a workplace sabbatical. Okay. And it was taken to pursue a dream of your own. I and see. it was for that generation of women who who were still kind of giving things up for everybody else. Right. At that point. Sure. And uh, it would give them an opportunity to do something that they were 
were dreaming of doing. Okay. Uh, she said for many women, it was something that they, they just couldn't do in their hometown. For example, if they'd always wanted to hike the Appalachians or, you mm-hmm. know, or something like that. Okay. Um, in, in the book, they were talking about uh, at a, at the time, a woman put in, depending on your generation, it may still feel that way. A woman putting herself first was a disruption of the social order, almost an insult to it. Okay. The problem wasn't an absence from home. Uh, a woman could say, I'm going to be with my sick mother, and nobody said anything. She was a wonderful woman. Right. But if she wanted to do something for herself, it was perceived as being selfish. Okay. They do say that um, taking a, a sabbatical just to take a sabbatical without a purpose could be dangerous. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, it's about motive. Right. Why do you think you need to do it? Yeah. I mean, we had one listener who said um, it's a waiting room for divorce. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Well. That's not that's not good. Uh, kind of like divorce postponement or an opportunity to look for the next ex. Yikes. See, I don't even think about it that way. Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting? Yeah. Guy's brain, girl's brain. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Uh, Gianni had a birthday, is having a birthday today. Hey, happy birthday. Thomas had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Gianni. Happy birthday to you. He and for it. I did it. <laughs> oh, gosh. We'll be back, guys. More Friday Funnies on the way. 747. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. So cute when they were little. Both my daughters were adorable. They were great kids. They are. They are cute when they're little. If you have daughters, man, they're the little running around the house, princess dresses, so cute. I would give them everything. I, I was the worst. I was. I would give them. They'd give me a Christmas list, written in crayon. You know what I mean? A little backwards K. You used to get me every time. I'd get them everything on the list. Everything. And it's easy when you're three and four. You know, what do you ask for at three and four? It's all Sesame Street and Dora and stuff like that. You know, but when, you, when you're a teenager, suddenly it's iPads and iPhones and I can't afford them. <laughs> so my daughter got older. I looked at her and said, look, we need to rearrange this whole gift situation. <laughs> First of all, no more lists. That's never happening ever again. Uh, you just pick one thing you want and I'll, just, I'll get it for you. And she's like, just one thing? I go, yes. She goes, you'll get it for me? I go, yes. You promise? Yes. She's like, I have to have a PS5. I go, no. Nah. I'm telling you, it happens. Hey, you know what I got in the mail yesterday? What's that? I got the um, Amazon Holiday Kids gift book. Oh, this is like the Sears catalog almost. Share the adventure. Wow. Look, it has like a little place in the front where you can start your wish list. Mm -hmm. And there's stickers. (laughs) Look, there's little foxes. Oh wow! I That's know. creative. I like that. I I really kind of like that they're they're hitting on the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Part of that. Well, they know they've helped wipe nostalgia away. And and even some of the toys, like there's the you know a a page with the um with the little Viewmasters, Lincoln Logs, right? Speak and spell, uh-huh. light brights. <laughs> oh, 
He just gave me all the feels. <laughs> I know it's for the children. Ooh, but, but look, it's really a fox mask. <laughs> but oh, it's really for Janet. <laughs> I know it is. So we were talking a few minutes ago uh, about about you know songs and yeah, the yeah. different people and somebody had mentioned uh miley cyrus and then i was talking about noah cyrus i think much more talented than her sister if you've never heard noah cyrus here's an example of of her music this morning when i'm gone don't cry for me when i'm gone don't cry for me waited so Beautiful is that? That is, that is amazing. Oh, she she is so talented. Um, if you're uh, if you if you like that kind of genre, yeah, yeah, uh, I do. Her voice is very pure mm-hmm. and soothing. Uh, her name is Noah Cyrus. She is Miley Cyrus's sister, and that song is called Loretta's Song. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I love that. It's a it's a really sweet song. Mm. Uh, she's talented talented girl that yeah. nobody seems to know much about I, well i do now yeah dadgummit and so do our listeners mm-hmm. yeah you go she, janet girl she, she does have a grammy nomination uh under her belt right she was nominated for best new artist which is kind of the kiss of death uh for some people some yeah. people are like i don't want the no horizon award for me that's the uh that's the softer side of janet that we saw a little bit more of the uh the other side of Janet I, earlier before the show because we came to our studios this morning and everything was disheveled <laughs> thanks to uh, our sports guys doing uh, the uh, JF game last night. They were doing a ball game in here and they yeah. broke my microphone. Yeah. Yeah. And this was her reaction when we went to record you this better morning. You be playing That's the it. right. <laughs> Jeez. It broken. Oh my God. All right. I'm going to find out who sat here and I'm going to kick their ass. <laughs> Can I keep that as an archive? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, was it Fanny? Was it was being recorded. We're going to have to go delete that. i got to keep that one. You'll have to be able to save that one. Just send it to Ed. And, and, and Here's a message from Janet. Don't break my microphone. You need I, to delete that. I, I think it was Trey and his dog. Oh, it could I, be. I think it was his dog was sitting in your seat last it night. It could He's, be. How, how, what is that, an 85-pound dog? I don't know. He's really sweet, though. I love him. You, you need to delete that. Blame it on the dog. I don't play all your faux pas on the air. Well, there's so many. It would just be a whole, <laughs> a whole best of. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, we'd have to separate it out as the best of. Nobody wants that. The, the best of the worst. The best of the worst. All right. Whatever. Whatever you say. Uh, we're um, up against the top of the hour. We're going to replay our interview with uh, Matt Ferguson. We did it at 647. He, he's our weekend meteorologist and uh, he has an update as far as what's going to happen with the storm coming our direction. So, right. So there um, you go. We have got a lot going on yeah, in, in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. Just just really, really tragic. A, a lot of stories in the, uh, the whole um, uh, sports world. We've got that Dolphin Star was uh, hospitalized mm-hmm. uh, with a, a, a terrible injury. Uh, former Cowboy Star. He and his uh, girlfriend died in a climbing accident. That right. is very strange. Yeah, that one's a little odd. That both of them would mm-hmm. would die uh, in the same at the same time. Yeah, um, and, and and I guess in a in this fall. Uh, so that's uh, a lot going on in the sports world. And then 
I don't of course, know. Tom Brady and his wife. That's you know that's that's one of the things they're talking about anyway. I mean, well, apparently, um, it may not be about football. Is one of the articles I saw. Really? Yeah. Could be oh. tragic. Maybe they're going to take a sabbatical. I think they're already on a sabbatical. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, apparently, as far as the Dolphins thing goes, mm-hmm. their uh, former and current NFL players are really unhappy with the way they're handling this um, this injury. And they're saying that uh, it was kind of scary when he was stretchered off the field, taken to the hospital with head and neck injuries. Oh. Um, is visibly shaken after he was sacked, looking like he froze up at one point. Uh, said he does have all movement in his, in his extremities. Mm-hmm. Um, this is their quarterback, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. NFL world was quick to send the third-year quarterback positive vibes. Former Pittsburgh Steelers defender's career ended in Cincinnati after he tackled a bangle, suffered a, a spinal oh, contusion. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that one. It left him a paraplegic. Mm-hmm. Um, there yeah. were many people calling out the uh, NFL uh, quarterback hit his head on the turf and wobbled while trying to walk it off, but said he suffered a hyperextended back leading to the fall. Mm. Um, wow. Apparently, it was enough that they've got an investigation on the protocols. Oh, now. okay. The, the, the concussion protocols, which they have to they have to do. You've seen it if you watched a game of late. And, yeah. and they're, they're saying every indication is that he passed the protocol. A lot of people are not buying it. Huh. They're saying just based on the things that they saw. Okay. They aren't buying it. All right. So I I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Gosh, it is a it is a dangerous sport. You know, I mean, it's just I'm surprised more people haven't, and that's why they're in such top, uh, you know, top shape. They have to be, otherwise, I think we'd see a lot more injuries than we do. And they've got it down to a science. A lot of this stuff. Some of the helmets. I mean, our own local area had some influence on how these uh, newer helmets are even used and designed so uh, but yeah it is the uh, the price they're willing to pay though to be to be a sports star and make all that money it is a lot of money in in the uh, football world no doubt about it we're going to be back our interview with matt ferguson we're going to play coming out of the top of the hour to give you an update on what's going on with the weather uh, more Friday funnies on the way, and then a five and dine in the next hour. Thanks for joining us.